stuck in my throat, about to start choking. But uh, with me here, as always. Oh, Catherine Tothbox, uh, Hawaii Magazine. Also, man, we've done more episodes on Zoom and at home than we have in the, uh, in the office. That is 100% true. Wow. We, I don't we, even know what you look like anymore. Like this. <laughs> like the human you see here. Um, man. Yeah, it's, it's been that long. I guess so. It's been over a year. No, it's been like it's been way over a year, year and a way over a year because we, yeah. what is it? March, April, May, June, July, August, September. So it's been a year and six months already. My goodness. Remember, man, I always keep saying this, but I just remember like leaving the office and being like, oh gosh, well, I better make sure I have everything because it's going to be like two weeks and then. I know. We'll have my stuff for like two weeks. And then it became much more than two weeks. I remember leaving in March and then there was news later on about like Google and some other tech companies allowing their workers to stay home for the whole year. And I was like, they're so lucky. Like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, uh, yeah. uh not crazy. In fact, oh. you know, it was funny too. Or I don't know. It's not funny, obviously. Definitely not funny. But um, there was like that whole push to flatten the curve. Remember, like we have 14 days to flatten the curve. Yeah. And that curve did not. No, but I mean, a month ago, we only averaged like 40 cases. Not even that. I don't even think it was even that high. No. 40 yeah. cases or something like that. We did flatten the curve for quite some time. Yeah. I mean, now people were. Yeah. Now it's skyrocketed. I mean, skyrocketed. but I remember for a long time, it was pretty low. Our positivity rate was low. Yeah. And we were talking about, you know, moving back to the office. A lot of my friends had gone back to the office like this summer. Right. You know, like I know a lot of people who have gotten called back in. I mean, yeah. um, but it's, it's insane. insane. You know what? I'm pretty comfortable here in my kitchen. Um, <laughs> making it work. Um, so, yeah, this uh, if you listen to our last episode of the Havlo Hall Travel Podcast. Which you should listen to. Which you it's should. So good. Um, because that was a, a Q&A that we did with, with your, your questions. Um, and we said at the end of that podcast, again, if you listen, you'd know this already, we're going to do a part two uh, with, your, right. with the additional questions that you guys have provided for us. And we got a lot of great questions. Um, and we're going to answer them right now. Um, can I... <laughs> have picked out picked out some of our favorites um and yeah we're just gonna we're gonna go over them this will probably be our last q a podcast for a little bit um so get it while you can and if you missed it again watch last week's one because we answer a bunch of questions in that one probably more than we're going to answer in this episode and uh there's also a q a we did who a long time ago cat i forgot what episode that is but it'll be in the show notes um that you should also check out if you have Hawaii questions, but let's get started. Um, so what is that? which one was that? Gosh, I, it's honestly, it was a pretty early one, maybe twenties, maybe low thirties. No. Was it that long ago that we did a Q and a no, really? Fill for time real quick. Hmm. Fill for time. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I'm doing, real, you know, I will ask, answer one question right now, since it's really easy. Uh, Chris B wanted to know why Hawaii is so far away from Germany. It is 7,000 miles away. I had to look it up. It's like 11,000 meters. Kilometers, that whatever. That is, um, why are we so far? Well, I mean, like tectonics. I mean, I Geography? can get into it, but yeah. 
but uh, it was just, um, it's, it, I, I'm sure it was rhetorical, but I remember taking a flight from here to Munich. Did I go into Munich? I flew into Munich or Berlin. I can't remember. Man, that was long. long I think it, I don't know, but I know from here to Europe with flight, cause we don't have any direct flights. Obviously we have to fly from here to San Francisco right. or from here to some other, you know, city and then to New York or wh- whatever, whatever oh, route yeah. you're going. And it, it takes about 24 hours. Oh, I remember yeah. when I flew to Bali. Um, yeah. With all the layovers and stuff, I think it was about 30 hours of just travel time. Um, yeah, it sucks. I was way off. Uh, our last Q and a was episode 51. In fact. Oh, geez. That's not that long ago. Really not long at all. Um, that's why I asked. I couldn't believe it would have been that long ago. I just feel no. like that's crazy. Yeah, I was way off. But hey, we're getting all right. We got to get down to it because I did. I answered one question. You're welcome, yeah. Chris. That's I actually, don't know why it's so far away, and it shouldn't be. I love Deutschland. <laughs> um, okay. Next question. One question down. Five to go. Okay. Um, this one we got from Hayato Project with a K on Instagram. And okay. he was wondering how many beer breweries there are in Hawaii. Um, this is a question that I can't answer as well. But I can tell you about some of the really fantastic beer breweries that we do have in here. I mean, it's cool because actually Hawaii has a lot of, I feel like we actually do have a lot of breweries. Like there's a big home brew, um, you know, community here. Um, and I think one of the, the breweries here that kind of spearheaded that movement was Beer Lab Hawaii. Or they didn't, they kind of spearheaded like doing it yourself, like workshops. They'll, they'll hold workshops. Um, they're right here on university. Um, no, and- they're not. Are they still there? I think they're still there. Do they not still have that location there? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wrote about them like in 2016 or something when they they first opened. They're all like, they're three, I don't know. They work at Pearl Harbor, these three friends. And they opened Beer Lab at university and they had their production facility there. I don't know. I'm not sure they now have, if they still have it. They have three locations. Right. Did you look them up? One in university, okay. One That's in YPO so and one in Pro Ridge. Yes. Okay. I guess it's still there. I, I know um, they don't do food. They were that's their whole thing is like BYOF, bring your own food. Yeah. But Pro Ridge, the Pro Ridge location, they do have a kitchen that's like uh, connected to the tap room or they do whatever. Yeah, and they have these um, food trucks that work out of the kitchen. So good, Sister Chuck and uh, Flying Ahi. Like two of my favorites, actually. Oh, yeah. So they're they're a pretty big like if you want um, you know home brewed like beer like brewery. I'm not a big. They're beer not home brewed. No, but I can't say that they're craft. They're, they're craft like beer. Small oh, batch so brewery. Yeah, they very are. interesting flavors. Very yeah. Unique. Their menu is very intriguing. Um, it is. They have a lot of different flavors on tap. Um, I right. think it's a really cool place to go. And again, I actually met the guys as well. Uh, when I was doing a project in college, because that's when I, that's when they opened was when I was in college. Uh, so I did a project interviewing them. Um, and they were all very passionate about craft. Yeah, beer. super nice guys. Super nice guys. So yeah, I'm it, excited for them. Um, there's also, I mean, Maui Brewing Company is one of our biggest breweries in the state, uh, pretty much. Um, they have locations all across Oahu and Maui. Um, so, you know, that's a really great place to go if you want to kind of see what like the standard the standard is here, I guess. Um, I really like their pale ales. Kat, do you have an opinion on beer? <laughs> I don't drink beer. I mean, my husband is like a huge beer drinker. Oh, he's is like he? Been into, yeah. We've, I mean, he's been home brewing oh, uh, for years. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, okay, not well, lately, you can go to Kat's, life. you can go to Kat's house and talk to, talk to her husband. And God, he likes like sour stuff. Like they have sour beers. Oh, That's man. kind of his jam right now. I don't know. It's a thing. And then he's, a, you know, big IPA guy, like a oh, lot okay. of people. You know, who's also a big IPA guy, no. Kona Brewing Company, not a guy, but also another big brewery here in Hawaii. <laughs> Although, you know, they, it's interesting because they're part of Anheuser-Busch, right? So there's always this like question of whether or not their beer is really local. But if you go oh. to the Kona Brew, Brew Pub or their brewery in, on the Big Island, um, they do actually make, they still craft beer there. So yeah. there are some on tap that you can only get in Kona, which is kind of oh. cool. What? Uh, what was that place we went to? We met the two guys. Kauai Beer? Kauai Beer Company? The one run by the father and son? Yeah. Yes. That place was really Kauai cool. They, yeah. they make all their stuff right in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they I really- all their equipment. Remember? That was so yeah. crazy. That was my favorite part is like the son didn't really know too much about like all this no. stuff. And he he built all their equipment, like all of Wasn't their- he like a professional ballroom dancer too or um, something? Yeah. And then he was like a like a programmer. He, he lived- yeah, quick the life. Um, so that's actually a really cool place to check out on Quet, yeah. uh if you're around. And they also have really great, what is it, German food? They had like schnitzels. They and- did. They were doing German pub food for a while. I don't know what happened because of COVID. Because mm. everything is so different now. Um, but yeah, they were they had they had just purchased the property next door or something, right? And we're expanding right. their dining room and everything. So that's cool. Yeah, that, yeah there's a tons. Really funky looking room. Yeah, there's tons here. There's like Aloha Beer, obviously one of the pioneers of the uh, craft brew artisan craft beer movement in Hawaii. And yeah, there's a ton. I mean, you just look it up. You'll find a bunch of different. Does every place with like brewing company or like beer co, do they all like, are they brewing their own beer? Because there's like Waikiki Brewing Company on Queen Street, but I don't know if they actually like brew their own like. No, they do. They do. Okay. They have their own. And there's a there there's some kind of weird law here about if you brew on site, like your production facilities on site, you can serve your alcohol or you can't serve your alcohol or something oh, like that. But there are tap rooms. So like Grace and Growlers in Kailua, right. they don't make their own beer, but they serve like a lot of local like brews sure or um oh gosh there's that village bottle bottling bottle village bottle right. shop yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same thing they don't make their own beers but they serve a lot of uh local brews so also if you're interested there's also a sake distillery on queen street they make there are, there are, there are two right oh, islander really. sake yeah i think that's oh, one oh and there's a shochu in and on the north which reminds me i need to pick up my bottles of shochu from ken oh, right. yeah there's a guy who just makes shochu on the north Shore. out of out of hawaii grown potatoes, potatoes. korean hard liquor um yeah so it's not korean hard liquor not korean is no it's korean? japanese who oh, are you you're just making stuff Ah, it's a Q&A. I get to make up the answers. They well, make, and I just went to a, we just, we have a couple of meteries in the state, one on Kauai, Nani Moon Meadery, which is like the oldest meadery here. So meat is alcohol made with honey. Right. And I just went to Manoa Meadery, which is not in Manoa. It's in Wahiawa. Very um, which is like Yeah, by Schofield Barracks, kind of central. I know. Anyway, they, what's cool about them and not many meteries do this is that the guy that owns the meadery also owns beehives. So he started off as a honey company um, selling honey, which he still does. 
But during COVID, he pivoted and started to make mead because everybody was drinking their sorrows, I guess. Sure. Anyway, um, he's one of the few meaderies in the U.S. that is also like produces mead from their own from his own honey, which is kind of cool, I think. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, as long as we're talking about the self-production of alcohol, there's also Volcano Winery um, on the Big yeah. Island, which is really cool. They have they have all their own grape bushes. I don't know how wine Vineyard, is. grape yeah. bushes. Yeah. They have their own. Wow, we did a ton of research for this question. <laughs> hey, we actually gave a lot of answers, though. You, the, the, answer, the question yeah, is, there true. are a lot of breweries, um, and there are right. a lot of places to get alcohol. Yeah, a Volcano Winery is really cool. You can do a tasting. You can do a tour of the, the vineyard as well. Again, I'm not too sure right now because of COVID, um, you know, regulations are in place. I don't know. And then Maui Wine and Ulupalakua, too. And that place is fun. Did we ever drive up there? Did we drive up there? I don't think we did. No. No, I don't think we did. Anyway, I've been up there a bunch of times. Uh, also, fantastic wine. I do buy their stuff. You can buy their stuff at like any grocery store. I don't know about Volcano Winery. I feel like that's harder to find. Like you, I, think I, don't, you, I think you can find it at like KTAs like on Big Island, but oh, I don't, but not I don't think they're yeah, uh, island-wide mm-hmm. or statewide. Um, yeah, so hopefully we answered your question, Hayato. Um, there are a lot of breweries <laughs> here in Hawaii. People really like to get drunk here. It's true. We don't all yeah. drink Heinekens. No, I mean, we could go into rum. We have oh. vodka. Oh, I yeah. mean, anyway, there's a whole litany of alcohol. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Um, there's no way to segue. Are we done with that question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was breaking up a little bit, but we're back. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah? I okay. can't find this, guys. Oh, here we go. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, Kate, Kate Morena Speaks on Instagram asked if, well, just kind of generally asked if Hawaii, about Hawaii and wheelchair access. So, um, you know, this is near and dear to my heart because my husband broke his leg uh, and his knee. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so I've been pushing him around in a wheelchair. All about wheelchair access right now. Yeah, well, I mean, it's unfortunate that I do, but... Um, you know, it's interesting. I did had to do some research on this and I had done research before because this question came up. Uh, I think someone asked me personally about it. And I, you know, I'm a, I frequent Waikiki as everyone knows, like I'm always in Waikiki. And I remember this one time there was a whole group of, um, of travelers in wheelchairs from Japan that had come and it was a big group of them. And I guess in Japan, you know, as you know, you've been to Japan, like it's very hard to get around in wheelchairs because everything right. is narrow and elevators yeah. are far away at the train stations and like getting into an izakaya is like practically impossible. Right. I don't know what their ADA is like there, but anyway, they want, I was talking with one of them and they said they come here because, because there are so much, like so many things to do that's um, wheelchair accessible. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, Anyway, you know, obviously we have an ADA law here. Um, our city buses are outfitted for um, wheelchair access. So folks want to yeah. get around on, on, on those. Um, but there's also like different um, companies that will rent uh, medical equipment. Uh, we can give that, I can give that list to you, you can put in the show notes where you can oh. actually rent wheelchairs here if you don't want to travel with them. That's and cool. then of course the airlines are all ADA compliant. Um, so a lot of people don't know this. Well, aside from the fact that most major attractions are wheelchair accessible. So that would be the USS Arizona Memorial, right? Iolani Palace, Polynesian Cultural Center. Um, there are even helicopter tours 
that can accommodate a wheelchair, but you need to call ahead of time and find out if they can or not. Mm. And some cruises or like um, ocean vessels, if you're looking to do wheel uh, whale watching, some of them do have um, ways to accommodate folks in wheelchairs. So you just have to call. I know for a fact that the zoo is wheelchair accessible because I did have to push my husband around the zoo at one point, uh, Maui Ocean Center. So a lot of the major attractions are going to have um, wheelchair like ramps and, and things mm. like that. What I think a lot of people don't know is that the city and county, and I believe all counties, um, have beaches that are wheelchair accessible. Right. So I don't know if you've seen this. Um, Waikiki has it. Alamana Beach Park has it. I think even like Ehukai Beach Park has it. Those like blue mats. Yeah. So that's this. It, you know, I used to think it was for um, triathletes. I know that sounds really ignorant of me, but um, because for Alamana Beach Park, that's the path that if you're in it, because I've done triathlons, that's where you run to jump oh, in the water. So oh. I always thought, oh, it's for the triathletes. Yeah. So, so they don't have to run in the sand and burn extra energy. That, yeah. I don't even know. I was very uh, myopic in my thinking. Game. But anyway, so these provide like a firm flat surface on the soft of the soft stand, sand, um, and it's it's usually at the, it stops at the high water mark, so it allows you to get I guess into the water or whatever. But also, but then you think about how do you get from like the parking lot there? So you can actually call the city, and they they will you can borrow. I don't know if there's a fee, but you can get all terrain wheelchairs. Oh really? Um, yeah, and they're equipped with like these big yellow oversized um, rubber tires that can that can roll across um, soft wow. sand or uneven terrain without sinking I don't know if a lot of people know that and um, there are various sites where they offer these all-terrain wheelchairs so Kuloa Beach Park is one Kailua Beach Park um, there's different spots in towns so like Alamona Beach Park um, Kuhio Beach Park San Susi, which is like Kaimana Beach Pokai Bay incidentally and of course Hanama Bay um, is wheelchair accessible. And then there are other places that have beach mats. So Waimea Beach Park has one on the North Shore, um, Ali'i Beach Park in Haleiwa, Ehukai, um, Waimanalo. So there's there's some that have both wheelchair um, mats and these all-terrain wheelchairs, and then others that just have the, the beach mats. So, and then other counties have similar programs. Your husband is well taken care of. Your yeah, he's. He's going to have, so like he fell on June 4th and he's not going to be off crutches until the end of, end of September. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's oh it's so fun. You should get involved with, well, I was recently doing um, some interviewing for a, a upcoming story that we're going to be doing. Oh, right. Access Surf, mm -hmm. um, which is like a really awesome community for people with disabilities. It's not just if you're physically crippled, but it's also if you have, you know, mental disabilities and, and really kind of it's really cool. I was talking to the their executive director and she says that they will take anyone, you know, regardless of age or disability. Like, or, my, like my husband. They, they'll take Kai. They'll take they'll take your husband. Um, yeah. Oh. They, and they have these. Well, again, COVID. Haha. They put they put an asterisk around everything. Co because of COVID, they can't really do as many of their beach days as they normally do. But normally right. they do these days. It's called Day at the Beach. Um, it's kind of their signature event where they you know, they'll take um, people with disabilities and they'll go surfing and get them in the water. Um, and they're really just a great resource. Again, if you are curious about, um, you know, wheelchair accessible stuff, I get, mm -hmm. if you didn't have all your questions answered from Kat, um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're a really great place to call as well. Um, yeah, they're just super knowledgeable and, and super friendly and good people. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, great. Well, I think we I think we answered your question. Who did that come from again? Oh, oh. No, I don't know. Uh, a- uh, wasn't it? I, I know who it was. Kate Morana Speaks, yes. Wow, did you just remember that? Yeah. That was impressive. Okay, cool. Uh, I have the person uh, here on my notes in front of me, Mr. Brooks. Um, uh, your next question coming from Mr. Brooks. He's looking for great Hawaii photographers that sell their shots, sell their photos. That's um, a good so, question. Yeah, I really took the easy ones, I got to say. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I think um, the if you want to buy really awesome photos of Hawaii landscapes and Hawaii landmarks, you should check out our Shopify. Um, oh. yeah, what's our Shopify? Oh, hawaiimagazine.com backslash shop. Yep. I hope. Let me double check. It should okay. be. Uh, well, yes, you know, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. It's easy. HawaiiMagazine.com backslash shop. Um, we have two really, or we have a really great photography on there from um, Aaron K. Yoshino, who is our current um, staff photographer, and he takes really wonderful shots, as well as David Croxford, who was our staff photographer and also took really incredible shots. Um, so if you're looking for that, um, we, we sell prints um, and we ship. Um, but there's also a lot of other really wonderful Hawaii photographers out there. I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think Clark Little um, has some really great, great photos. Um, if you're not looking to buy, his prints are, are a little bit expensive. Um, so if you're not looking to buy like a full print, he actually has a book called Shore Break that has a ton of really awesome shots. Um, and that's almost the cost of one print. So if you're looking for quantity, um, you know, that's a really good way to go. It's funny, Clark Little, his um, one of his barrel shots was actually the front page of my high school planner uh, at Wailua High. <laughs> really? Yeah, like it was the cover of my planner was this Clark Little, this Clark Little oh. barrel shot. Um, That's very so, interesting. Yeah, so weird, weird story. <laughs> um, there's also, uh, I don't know if this name is familiar to you, Cap, but Andrew Shoemaker, um, he has been in our photo contest a couple of times. He's mm-hmm. in fact won. Um, he takes really stunning shots of all islands. Um, there's also extreme exposure on Hawaii Island. Um, they do really awesome lava shots. Uh, so if you know, if you really like to see the lava that you can see on Hawaii Island, um, you know they really got a lot of shots, especially when it was flowing and erupting. Um, mm. They got a lot of really, really stunning shots of that kind of once in a lifetime sort of thing. They also sell calendars, um, which mm. I don't use calendars anymore, um, but people people use calendars. Uh, sure. I don't own I don't own a physical calendar, but I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> I'm sure they exist. Uh, there's also the Cesare. I hope I'm saying that right. Cesare Brothers. Is that how you say that, Kat? I, I don't know. Not sure. Um, they're in Maui. Um, they actually have a studio in Paia, but uh, we've, oh, I think we worked with them on a story, the underwater diving story. Was that? Oh, shucks. Maybe that wasn't them. We did a story about them at some point. I'll put it in the show notes. I'm forgetting the exact subject, um, but they do a lot of really cool underwater photography. Um, they'll go out even at night and kind of take some interesting shots. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, then, so you kind of get a different, just a different perspective. I forgot to mention real quick, Extreme Exposures, they have a studio in Hilo, if you want to check that out. And then Clark Little, is his studio still up in Haleiwa? I feel like I just saw something on his Instagram and I can't remember now, but yeah, you can follow him on Instagram for his updates. Right. Yeah, he had a studio in Haleiwa. I don't know if it's still around. It says it's still open on Google. So it's in the Haleiwa store lots. If you see it there, uh, <laughs> then it's still open. Um, 
yeah, but those, I think those are just kind of a, a general list of some really, really talented photographers. I mean, there's also just a lot of, if you just go on our Instagram, like Hawaii Magazine's Instagram, we share a lot of really wonderful photos from, from local photographers. So follow us mm-hmm. on there if you want, if you want those. And a lot of those guys though, they're kind of more just like Instagram photographers, but right. I'm sure they, if you message them, you could also possibly work out a way to get a print, um, you know, who doesn't like to make a little bit of money. Um, yeah, so follow us on Hoyt Magazine and uh, our our digital media manager, Taylor, does a really great job of curating like really good shots yep. of Hoyt landscapes. For sure. That's um, okay, Kat. You have another question, right? Or is that? My God. I did. Well, okay. This is going to answer a ton of people's questions like all at once. <laughs> Just get them um, all done with. Well, we had a lot of questions um, with regard to traveling to Hawaii right now during COVID. And I get it. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of fluctuation in our COVID counts, you know, and I mean, this is not just uh, isolated to Hawaii. I mean, this is across uh, the world. Um, you know, right now we're experiencing a surge uh, with the, because of the Delta variant. And so our numbers are way, way, way higher than they were this summer. Um, but just so everyone knows, just right off the bat, there have been no changes to our travels program as of yet. So right now the current program stands. So we had a bunch of questions. I mean, I can call out some of these people's names. Um, there was Lorena Cost, our, you know, our Vaccine Americans Welcome Now. There's a bunch of people who asked about um, Europeans traveling here, Australians or international right. travelers coming to Hawaii. So, and Canadians, that was another one. So I'm going to, and, and I think, uh, Gan Urbano asked what the current COVID-19 travel requirements are. Do I still need to have a negative um, COVID test? So let me go through all of that. Um, Just for reference, if you want to get the latest information on COVID-19 in Hawaii, so that's data, that's any kind of, you know, restrictions, um, mask mandate, all that stuff, travel included, it's hawaiicovid19.com. And that that is a state managed um, part of the Department of Health. And anyway, that's like the official site for COVID-19 related information about Hawaii. So hawaiicovid19.com. So let me just quickly go over um, what it is that is in place right now. And it hasn't changed for since the summer, but we do have a vaccination exception program as part of our safe travels um, program. That means that anybody, any traveler, was fully vaccinated in the U.S. or U.S. territories can travel to Hawaii with proof of a valid proof of vaccination um, as long as you're 15 days outside of your second shot. So if you did the two-shot series, Pfizer, Moderna, you have to be 15 days after your second shot. If you did the one-shot series, which is Johnson & Johnson, it's 15 days after that shot. And mm-hmm. it's okay if you mix Moderna and Pfizer. I guess that question's come up as well. Um, you are able to come here without COVID testing, without quarantine. You're just free to go. You have to do a few things. So we both did this, so we know. You have to create an account on the Safe Travels website, which is travel.hawaii.gov. You upload your vaccination card. Um, and then within two, within 24 hours of the actual travel, you have to fill out an, um, like a health questionnaire online. It's very simple. Um, that's it. You should bring your hard copy. I think, I don't know if they still require it. I feel like I've heard people have asked for it and people haven't, yeah. but I would bring your vaccination card. You can laminate your vaccination card. That's okay. The state said it was okay. Um, that's what you do if you're fully vaccinated. 
U.S. territories in, are America, Samoa, D.C., Federated States of Micronesia, I had to look this up, Guam, Marshall Islands, Northern Mariana Islands, Palau, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Um, so D.C. is included, and in I know that's come up as well. If you have a child um, between five and over five not vaccinated, um, they will have to have a negative COVID-19 test, a verified, from a verified testing, whatever. If they are under five, they don't need to be vaccinated or show proof of uh, negative COVID test. If you are not vaccinated, you will need to take a COVID-19 test, prove that you're uh, negative. You need to take this test no more than 72 hours before the departure time of whatever is the last flight coming to Hawaii. Because okay. if you like have connecting flights, if sure, you're from yeah. New York or Seattle, say, okay. Um, if you are you know, COVID positive, don't come please. If you um, have a pending test or, or whatever, or don't have a test at all, you're gonna be required to quarantine for 10 days before you're allowed to frolic uh, in Hawaii. So that's that's what it is. You know, um, there's a lot of questions about international travelers. If you are coming from an international destination, so if you're coming from Australia or coming from Canada, you are not eligible. Even if you have a vaccine, if you are vaccinated in the US, if you are coming from an international city, you are not eligible to participate in this program. Now, if you are from Canada and you come in through Seattle, which is a US port city, and you're fully vaccinated in the US, I believe that's okay. Um, you know what I mean? If you're a Canadian yeah. citizen, but you were vaccinated in America and you're coming through America, uh, an American city, I think that's yeah. okay. Um, and then by the time we hit 70% vaccination rate statewide, which is gonna be, I think in a while because we are at like 61%, right. um, all travel restrictions are supposed to be lifted and that anybody can come to Hawaii. Yeah. Right now, inner island travel is like no restrictions. Right. It's kind of a lot. It's, I mean, it is absolutely right. a lot. But that's <laughs> what it is. I mean, and I can't. Also, it could change. I um, know, it could change like today. Honestly, you could watch this and everything Kat would be saying right now might be wrong because it could all change. Yeah. Um, I know, yeah. so the best thing to do is go to hawaiicovid19.com uh, and just follow follow us. We will always have updated information regarding travel on our website, hawaiimagazine.com. So you can look for that as well. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we're trying to we're trying to summarize, man. It is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's such a fragile thing we got going right now, and with the the rising cases again. Um, you know, we've already had. Um, restrictions again on indoor and outdoor gatherings um so people right that all changed too that's right because now what is it 10 indoors 25 outdoors 25 is that right outdoors yep um and you know there's whisperings that there will be more announcements made so you just right. gotta kind of yeah keep your ear close to the grapevine just call cat just text me <laughs> just email me well and just just so you know too we had this question on the last episode um, you know, the mask mandate thing is kind of not controversial and it really shouldn't be, but I know that people coming from different states where there are no mask mandates, or maybe there's different mask mandates come here and expect that to be similar. And it's not, right. so it is state to state. It is in some cases, city to city, county to county. So 
you, you just have to respect the rules of that particular, wherever Absolutely. you're traveling to. Yeah. I think um, that, that's rules. just part of being a responsible traveler, uh, just in general, just respect, exactly. respect the rules and the customs of wherever you're going right. and you'll have a, you'll have a really good time. Um, yeah. Definitely. Um, okay. This is our last question, kind of a more open-ended one. Kat, I know you have a lot of opinions about this. I also have a lot of opinions about this. Yeah. It is from Bobby Cowley. Um, and they were wondering, we get this question a lot too, actually, how hard is it to move to Hawaii? Um, oh my God. It, well, all right. <laughs> Go ahead. You say your piece. I'll say mine. I mean, logistically, it is hard because we're an island. So you're going to have to ship everything here. Right. So logistically, it's a pain in the ass. Like you're going to have to ship your car or if you or you can buy a car here, I guess. Um, the cost of living here is much higher. And I feel like if you are serious about moving here, I mean, in some cases people have no choice. Like you get deployed. I mean, you get transferred here or you're in the military. I mean, whatever. But if you are making a conscious choice to be here, I would recommend visiting and really getting to understand how it is to live here. And don't just go by your friends who recently moved here or whatever, or your rich friends who moved here. I mean, really, it is um, there is a lot of sticker shock when you go to the store. I mean, things here are much, much more expensive. And the pay here is much lower than you would think for right. a a state that has such a high cost of living. So people think, oh, like San Francisco, high cost of living, but the pay is so much greater there than it is here. So you are not necessarily, unless you're like balling, <laughs> it's hard to make a, a living here and think that you're going to live in some beach bungalow. Like if you're watching like House Hunters or Fixer Upper on HGTV sure. and you think you're going to come here and buy a house for $26,000 and put some little investment in you can't even renovate your kitchen for $26,000. I yeah, mean, you could maybe you know what buy, I'm saying? You could buy a beachfront, an empty lot for half a million. Yeah. But that's an and empty lot. Exactly. And I think that, I think people don't understand too, because I watch Fixer Upper all the time and I'm like, I can't believe they're renovating an entire house for like $30,000 in Waco, Texas. And right. they're beautiful. I mean, we get estimates for like renovating, you know, like putting up a, a rock wall and it's like $25,000. So oh. I think people have to understand like moving here, it sounds easy. Like just get on a plane, bring whatever, but actually living here is a whole different like yeah. set of challenges. Yeah. There's, um, we also, so first of all, I want to say I'm, you know, I'm not against people moving here, obviously. I mean, my parents moved here and that's why I'm alive here living in Hawaii so it's like I don't want that I don't want that whole like I don't know I feel like people think that locals are really against other people moving here uh, I am a product of people moving here so don't worry about it from me um but you know yeah it's really tough to move here especially now like it's only gotten tougher um the our median house price is a million dollars over a million dollars and it's still climbing you know um that's the middle, not the high that's no, like the middle. That's middle and that's like a single family home that's not like a nice you know, no. that's not like a two bedroom or anything. That's like, it's, it's small. Um, and that's over a million dollars. And when my parents moved here, um, you know, it was uh, cheaper then it was the seventies, uh, or, you know, the eighties. So it was a little bit more affordable. Um, things are different now. Um, especially like, uh, house housing on the North shore really like, uh, I would say enviable places to live like the North shore, or any kind of beachfront community, um, those housing prices, or if you thought that is not the median, that is uh, much, much higher. So as long as you're okay living in, you know, 
really like, I guess, middle of the island, you know, kind of friendly places like Pearl City, IAEA, um, you know, Salt Lake. Um, there's there's options there. Um, there's affordable housing um, more on Kapilani, uh, or not Kapilani, excuse me, Kapil, uh, Kapile. Kapile, excuse me. It's a lot of yeah. KAP names out there here. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, tough financially. You have to make sure, you know, you have a lot of uh, financial security um, because a lot of people who live here rely on family. Um, you know, we have familial ties here. Um, I, I, you know, I know a lot of people who live, you know, with their parents and that's not weird. A lot of, you know, people my age live with their parents because that is the only way you can afford to live in Hawaii. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's not weird or anything like, um, but yeah, making it on your own and not having any top, like anyone you can rely on, uh, again, financially, not your friends, your friends aren't going to give you money. Um, you know, not people that you don't have relatives here. It can be really tough. Um, just financially, again, there are certain fields where you, where you can succeed here financially. Um, I think if you work trades, like if you do construction, if you do trade work, um, right. you, can actually, you can make a tidy sum here um, mm -hmm. because that's a really in-demand trade. We have a lot of construction here in Hawaii. Um, there's definitely tech. Like I think people who work remotely and then move here, I mean, that's smart because you have that mainland salary, um, mm -hmm. but you have, but you're living in Hawaii. As long as you have remote work, that's okay. I think maybe right. the biggest thing is that there's a lot of culture shock. Um, you know, and I've heard people move away because of this reason. Living on an island kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah. I'm just going to be real with you. Um, there is not a lot of places to go. No. Like, that's the brutal, like, the like when I was a kid, I mean, still sometimes I really dreamed about moving out of Hawaii, you know, because it's like, you can see the whole island in two hours if you live on Oahu, um, you know, and there's just not a lot of new experiences that are easily mm -hmm. available to you um so a lot of people get mm -hmm. um what is rock it called fever. Rock, rock fever um that's a mm -hmm. that's a term they here do. because people get mm -hmm. it enough that they get bored yeah. on the island you know you, you well, get bored of the, you, you get bored of the for a while yeah right? you can't jump in your car it's true you can't jump in your car and drive anywhere like you can't right. make one um you know we don't have changes in seasons which sounds great but like we don't have winter, we don't have snow, we don't have those things that kind of, you know, create a dynamic, you know, seasonal experience for sure. people. Um, it is kind of the same all day, all the time. It's like Groundhog Day. And if you're during COVID, it really feels like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and if you want to travel anywhere off, island, you have to get off the island. It's get on a plane and get yeah. And it's expensive. So people yeah. think, oh, Hawaii's great because it's like in the middle of the, it's, we are the most isolated, like livable island sure. in the world, yeah. um, which makes for amazing nature. And, and we have all these endemic, you know, uh, plants and animals and whatever here and all that beautiful stuff. But like, if you want to go anywhere, it's going to cost you three, four, five hundred dollars just to get on a plane per person. Yeah. And I, would, um, I would also like to say if you're a, uh, a youth if you're a young person um if you're a youth i don't know okay if you're someone who you know like if you're someone who really enjoys like a popping like you know oh. you know like yeah no you're not gonna get that here it's not popping here especially if you don't live in honolulu i mean i don't want to i don't want to talk smack about like outer islands but 
like Honolulu is the closest thing we have to a city. So that's the closest thing you'll have to a yeah. poppin' young person scene. And even that is like- I couldn't gonna... even name you three nightclubs. Right. Honestly. Yeah. Like it's not, you're going to see the same people. Our <laughs> scenes are so small. You're going to see the same people over and over again. I it's, know. Not, it's not popping. Um, no. But, you know, if you like to surf, you know, if you like spending time outdoors, if, if you know, if you like really yeah. good local food, I mean, there, there's a lot of reasons oh. to move to Hawaii, you know, it's just tough, man. It's just hard. It is. I remember my cousin. So I'm like, whatever, fourth or fifth generation, fifth. I don't know. We're like a long time old family. Yeah. family. Yeah. And my cousin who born and raised here serves was like lifeguard. And every, anyway, she moved like maybe when she was in her thirties, she moved to Minnesota for a job. Okay. And I was like, yeah. why would she go there? Um, and she serves like she's a compete and everything. Anyway, um, she picked up snowboarding, obviously skiing and stuff. But I remember she said to me when she would come back to visit, you know, her family, she would always trip out that you have to circle parking lots here for parking, like at Safeway or oh, yeah. um, at the mall, because up there, and there's so much more elbow room and so much more breathing space that, yeah. you know, she just, I don't have any problem driving to my grocery store and just pulling into a stall, like any sure. time of day. But here, I don't think people understand, like we are really, really densely compacted. I mean, it, it seems like, oh, there's like, 800,000 people on an island, but we are really close together. And right. yeah, I don't think I've ever rolled up to Ala Moana, like in the middle of the day, like shopping center and found parking. Like right. it takes right. you a while to just find parking, like at Costco. Um, how many people live on Oahu? Just go on the H2 at four o'clock. Yeah, that's true. You'll see just exactly how many people live on Oahu. I mean, not so bad now because everyone's kind of, people are working remotely, but man, I mean, you would sit in traffic for two hours each way. I mean, our art director used to sit in traffic two hours each way right? Um, just to come to town. And we live on an island. Like that just seems like totally crazy. So there are, there are some frustrations living here. And also I would say my biggest advice to people who move here is don't, don't like stay in your bubble, I guess. Like I feel like a lot of transplants will stay in their bubble and they think of themselves as like, um, what do they call them when they when they live a, when they live abroad? What do you call them when you live abroad? You are a Expert. oh, what is that term? I can't think of it. No, it's um big fish. Oh, little, it's gonna come to me, huh? Big fish in a little pond. No, it's like Americans that live abroad. They're called they 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 have a term for those people. Expatriates, expatriates. Oh, I said expatriates. Like oh, sorry, I didn't hear you. Anyway, they kind of just like clump together and move yeah. around in these little like very small groups and. Um, local, I mean, it just feels weird. You need to integrate and Definitely. be open-minded and yeah. that's what I think. Um, sure. yeah, yeah, I you, think when you come here, be sure to have an open mind and, you know, yes. uh, local culture is a little bit different, um, than, you know, cultures other, in other places, uh, right. don't talk shit about people who talk pigeon. That is, yeah, our please. Like, or don't like, don't adopt it and then make fun of it. That's right, like exactly. the most annoying thing. Like, it's I don't go to Texas like and say yeehaw. So yeah, uh, you know, it's small stuff like that. But I mean, you know, people are pretty welcoming here though. Like I've, yeah. I've met a lot of guys who, who've come here from the mainland and the water and they're yep. just nice folk, you know, and they're, yep. you'll, you'll get along. There's a big, um, maybe our last point, there's a big thing in Hawaii about showing respect. I don't know 
like you know where that comes from exactly we have a lot of different cultures here but there's a big thing about like if you if you show respect you get respect that kind of thing and, and we really take that to heart here so you know as long as you're respectful you know to the locals um and just respectful to our to our culture and our our ways of doing things here they might not be the same as where you came from but you're not from where you are anymore you're in hawaii so but i think there's a lot of really great reasons to live in hawaii if you can do it you know it's 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 definitely worth it. Sometimes I look out, sometimes I get frustrated at work or something and I look outside and I can literally, literally see diamond head, which is like, you know, something that people, you know, save up their whole lives to go on a trip and, you know, see the same thing I get to see every day. So yeah. I, I 100% understand like why people would want to move here. And I, you know, again, I'm just know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. It's good to do your research. Definitely. It's not, it is, yeah, it's not all perfect. <laughs> you know, on your next vacation, Try go to Costco at 11 a.m. We have one of the busiest Costco's in the nation, in fact. But I heard Costco is not really a thing in other in other states. Like people don't really like people in New York don't no, have because they can get cheap groceries at their regular grocery store. We have oh, to yeah. go to Walmart and Costco. Come yeah. on. Don't be surprised when you see the price of milk. It's it's more than you think. Oh yeah. Oh, and eggs. Oh my God. Anyway. Ah, Last point, real quick. If you if you are thinking about living here. Um, maybe just do like a like a short-term rental or something, you know, like a month. Just live it for a month. Just see what it's like. Get, and not like, don't live in a hotel. Like, right. rent a, you know, live like, you know, a short-term rental. Buy in a place that you're interested in living too. That would exactly. be smart, you know? Yeah. Buy groceries, see what the commute is like, you know, and just get, get the feel for what it's like here. Um, and then, you know, you can save yourself a lot of money and time <laughs> if you find out, oh no, I hate this. <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Awesome. Well, I think, whew, I think we have answered all of your questions. This is, I am exhausted. Kevin. This, is, this is like a 45 minute episode. I was why waiting. I was waiting for the timer to go on. Yeah, me too. Why didn't it cut us off? I don't understand. It's just two people. I, I don't know. Oh. I think it's just because it's two people and we don't get the timer. Anyways. Um, thank you all again for your questions. Um, we will be back in two weeks, two weeks with an exciting guest. So please, tune into that. You can get all of our information at hoimagazine.com. You can follow us on all of our social medias at hoimagazine. Again, um, to the person who asked where to get photos, you can buy uh, photography as well as a lot of our Hoi Magazine products at hoimagazine.com backslash shop. Uh, we have a photo contest going on right now. So please submit your submissions if you think you have a great photo. Um, and oh boy, howdy. I think that's it. That's, that all. That's, yep, all. that's that's all that's it that's it that's all folks all right that was fun i need a nap <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> all right everyone thank you so much for listening and we hope you have a great day great weekend or sorry great week and uh mahalo bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.